Off the Hook, airing on OffTheHookSports.com. Your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook podcast at OffTheHookSports.com or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart. Like, share, follow, subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now. Well, you heard the voice guy. He said like and follow and subscribe, and we would certainly appreciate that. With Jacob Warren, I'm Dave Hooker. It is a Vol Report brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. So if you like the Vol, subscribe and like on YouTube. And more content will be coming your way. We also visit with Cooper Mays. He's fantastic. And Chris Landry, Landry Football. He's been a scout for Nick Saban. He's been an assistant coach for Bill Belichick, so he knows his stuff. And this guy, Jacob Warren, the best tight end in the country. It's right. not even close. Like Toro, <laughs> count on it. That's Jacob Warren. Jacob, how are you, sir? I am fantastic. Happy to be here. Well, I'm happy to have you here. So, uh, understandably, a little bit of a break. We had July the 4th come around, so just hold up your mm-hmm. hands and make sure you got all your fingers. I got them. No Jason here, Paul here. <laughs> no Jay, no no penguin. No Jay. Um, no, no Michael Keaton penguin. Right, um, right. From Danny DeVito, that would be bad. Uh, so, but it uh, it was a holiday. I hope you got to spend it with your family. It's one of my favorite uh, holidays, without a doubt. And uh, we did blow some stuff up, but mm-hmm. we're all we're all we're despite some protests by the daughter, we're all safe and good. So nothing yeah. really has happened in college football since we last spoke. It's not like there's been conference realignment or anything, Jacob. Right. Nothing crazy going on. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Vassy Lawn and Garden. The financing is right there. 0% APR for up to 48 months and 3.99% for 60 months. Uh, they have uh, fantastic products, whether you're talking about trimmers, mowers, commercial, industrial, whatever you need. It's Vassy Lawn and Garden. All right, Jacob. So conference realignment. I mean, it mm-hmm. probably broke like one day after you and I talked. And it's yeah. just funny how. With all the reporters out there to me, that there's really not breaking news anymore. It's kind of like you hear it, it's about to come out. And then the two right. times in the past two years with Texas, Oklahoma, and now USC, UCLA, it's like I just got caught smack that hit in the face. I had no idea what was going on. What was your take? I mean, that's how I am, too. I'm somewhat <laughs> oblivious to a lot of stuff that is going on just because I feel like it doesn't really pretend, like doesn't really matter to me, at least. You know what I mean? So I'll see something. I'll be like, wow, that. When did that start? Obviously, it had been in the works for a while, and they've been thinking about it, and it finally, like you said, just kind of hit you. And um, I don't know, stuff like that. It's interesting. It's cool. I think it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see where it goes and what develops and, oh, man, how they're going to organize everything. And I guess we'll, we'll find out eventually. <laughs> well, we were joking before. The most downloaded podcast on uh, offthehooksports.com is when we first started talking about this, and you said that you have to – play Alabama. So any other addendums to that, or is, is that the key that that has to be an annual rivalry? That's pretty much it. It's got to be. Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. people are talking about uh, UT versus UT about playing Texas and that'll be interesting. Obviously once that starts and I'm sure there'll be more rivalries to come and more things that develop, but um, yeah, no, it's, it'll be, I don't know. It'll be I weird. I want to ask you, because it's not that long ago, you were a 17-year-old prospect, okay? Right, right. So let's let's say 
because I always think of recruiting because I believe it's the lifeblood of every program. So let's say you're thinking about going to Tennessee, okay? Mm -hmm. Just forget about the family ties. You're just thinking about Tennessee. And then suddenly Tennessee signs with the Pac-12, and you're going to have to hop on a plane for four to five hours five times a year. Every Yeah, every week, right. That does nothing for me if I'm a USC or UCLA recruit. As a matter of fact, I'm rethinking things. Am I crazy to say that? I don't think you're crazy. I think – I don't know. I've flown to the West Coast twice, three times, and it's not a very fun, not a very fun flight, right? I just don't. I don't know. I'm happy we don't have to deal with it. We're kind of right in the middle of everybody in our in our conference, right as it is right now. You know, we can go up to Kentucky, up Missouri, you know, go down to Georgia, Alabama, but nothing's ever like just a crazy flight. It's always less than two hours and very manageable. So I can't imagine having to fly across the country back to back weeks. You know, they might do it where they might they try to do it where they never have to fly back to back weeks. You know, one week they're at home, one week they're at, a you know, the other school, the other week they're away, whatever. However, they end up doing it. But no, I would not be I would not like that. I don't think. On it, <laughs> would not like that. Is Jacob's the nicest person ever? That's a very nice way of saying that would be nice terrible. Bit of bit. Yeah. Okay, right. yeah. <laughs> okay. What about being at Rutgers for a noon kickoff, and that's nine o'clock your body clock time? Right. Right. And then that <laughs> brings on a whole nother thing. Like, what? Do you, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You have to perform after being on those flights, and it's not like you're getting the best rest of your life. You know. I mean, you get to the hotel, and you kind of just try to go to sleep but you know after flying five hours four hours however long it is and then you know it's just it's it's a whole thing though people have to adjust to it and that'll be how it is but well it's 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 also somebody brought up a term that i heard and i hadn't heard and it was um regional loyalty which i hadn't heard that before it's just somebody that deals with a lot of these types of movements and realignment and to me, there's something to be said for that. I mean, I can see Texas, Oklahoma kind of being in the South, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But the right. USC, UCLA, that just, that just, it just seems weird. And it hasn't changed uh, in the time that I've had to think about it. Yeah. No, I mean, I agree. It's, I think it's just because there's different, not different levels. I mean, there's different levels of ball play, but there's also different atmospheres and different feelings towards football in the South versus in the Midwest versus out West or in the Northeast. There's just each region truly has a different uh, appreciation and um, I guess level of care. Like a lot of people out West don't care about football, but a lot yeah. of people in the South really care about football. And so how can you mix those two like cultures really or two environments? And it just, It'll be it'll be off. I think that maybe it'll be good for them. Maybe they'll come and they'll get a taste of it, and they'll be like, oh, "Wow, this is great! This is how you know." Let's start appreciating the game more. Um, but yeah, no, definitely, definitely different. I mean, you guys have had more people show up for an orange and white game than they had show up for the Rams Super Bowl winning celebration parade. I mean, I'm right. not exaggerating. I mean, that's it is an institutional thing. I don't know how you how you really overcome that is. Is there any one team that maybe you didn't get to play during your career, not on the schedule this year, that you would be like, hey, that'd be pretty cool to play there or play them in a, in a rivalry? As a player, do you ever think about that? I mean, 
Not particularly. I am excited for to go to LSU. I never got a chance to go down to LSU on a visit or anything. Um, got recruited a little bit, but never made the trip. And I've heard a lot about it, and I'm excited to go down and experience it. Obviously, it's going to be just another game, but um, I think it'd be similar to, like, someone wanting to play in Neyland. You know I mean? They're notorious for, you know, a big crowd and a, and a, a rowdy stadium. So it's ex- I'm excited to go down there. I think it's a night game, too, so it should be should be rocking. Well, I can promise you this. It's early in the season. It's going to be hotter than five darnets. So (laughs) go ahead and tell you to get hydrated. Mm, I'll start drinking water now. Yeah, (laughs) just just start start going for it. Um, So, yeah, I just wonder, do you ever think, hey, I I wouldn't mind playing in the Rose Bowl or wouldn't mind playing at Notre Dame? Does that even, when you're 17, I know Pat Summit used to always say that she would do a Mm -hmm. return game. Like if you were from Chicago, she would play somebody like DePaul in Chicago. Is that something you even think about future schedules when you're a prospect? I mean, no, not really, honestly, for me at least. Um, I think I've never been – I'm a fan of the game, like in the game itself, but not the biggest. I don't really concern myself too much with, like, stuff like that. So I think for me personally, never really dealt with it or never really thought about it, but I'm sure there's plenty of people that, you know, would love to go as a – you know, as a – just fan of the game and a fan of whatever stadium, like you said, the Rose Bowl. Like it would be cool to go play there, but like to me, and it doesn't matter as much, I guess. Okay, so I put my two cents in, but I have no mm-hmm. pool. Okay, but I put my two cents in that you should be a representative for Tennessee at SEC Media Days, which is uh, two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I, I have, I have. They don't ask me. Yeah, right. Tom Sankoviak <laughs> doesn't call me and say, hey, right. I was just curious what you thought, Dave. Who do you but, want? Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> who, who do you really need? Who do you need a quote from? Mm-hmm. I got Jacob covered. Bring somebody else. Uh, no, but I, I think you would be a great representation. Have you guys heard yet? Is that something? I know we talked about it. Have you guys heard? I still don't know. I don't. The people might be chosen, and they just have told those people. and You know what I mean? They're, they're moved on, whatever. So I, Ain't nobody told me. So we'll see. Know. <laughs> I haven't seen a list yet, so I don't think it's right. it has it has been decided. So uh, I, I do know that you you texted out or somebody with the UT athletic department texted out a picture of you uh, in the weight room. Can you just kind of talk about what you guys go through in terms of the cycle? Because you know when when I feel SEC media days from my perspective, I feel like football season is practically here. So you've yeah. got you guys have a little bit longer, but it's getting we're getting to that physical time of year. Yeah. Um, no, it's definitely getting to the point where you're starting to think about fall camp. Um, and obviously, once fall camp hits, it's it's a quick turnaround to the season. And uh, I think just these last – we got about three weeks, three – I don't know exactly how many days we have. But we have a few more weeks of actual conditioning and training where you're starting to think about, all right, let me – like I'm going to try to push – I got to push hard right now because I know in, in four weeks, right, whenever camp starts – like we're going to be out in this heat, like we're running in the heat right now, but what we're doing like in four weeks, we'll be in the heat with pads and a helmet running plays, high, high stressful situations, things like that. Um, so kind of just getting your mind right, starting to visualize all the things that are going to take place. Um, so yeah, it's exciting times. Tight end, I think is one of the coolest positions because you get to do a little bit of both. You get to block in and go out with passes. Is right. there, one aspect of, of your game that improves the most during these 
these summer drills? I mean, I would naturally think the pass route running, but your yeah. thoughts. I mean, that's the easiest thing to work on, I guess, like the most convenient thing. You can do it anywhere. I can do it in my yard. I can do it at, you know, some rec field, wherever. Um, so I think that's one area that we're, we've been trying to take steps is just um, feeling more comfortable in choice routes, option routes, um, whether it's footwork at the top or, you know, coming off a line of scrimmage, not false stepping, um, using your drive foot, using your plant foot, gather steps, things like that, all the, the details, just to be more more crisp and to be – just to work on timing, honestly. And that's um, that's a big deal for us right now as tight ends, as we're, as we're moving through the summer is, you know, incorporating these lifts that we're doing, you know, doing a lot of single leg exercises and um, – things to kind of build up those those leg muscles to be able to to make plants make hard cuts to be able to get in and out of breaks um and then go into the field and actually practicing it with the footwork and the technique that that we're taught to do so um yeah i'd say that's the biggest thing right now obviously once you get in fall camp with the pads the physicality and everything you'll be able to get a better feel for for your hands for blocking um for your feet footwork pass pro all that stuff uh, but right now when no pads allowed, no, no balls out there on the field. It's, it's easy to just kind of go and, and drill these, um, these footwork drills in. Is there any one piece of your technique that you're, you're proud of the work you've done on that's made the biggest improvement in this past off season? Um, I think I've done a lot better job of, uh, I don't know. It might sound like I'm speaking, you know, a different language, but, um, a lot better job of just weight transfer, throughout my route. So whenever I'm a really, I'm a, I won't say I'm a really big guy. I'm a big guy, right? Six, <laughs> six, right. Six, there's always someone bigger, right? It's always a bigger. <laughs> but six, six, like two fifty five, right? But exactly. Yeah. Right. Like two fifty five. That, that's a lot. That's a lot moving. Right. And so just learning how to, you know, drop my hips, bend my ankles, bend my knees, use my arms, use my shoulders, to actually drop my weight and, and get myself out of my breaks, um, which is something that I just wasn't very good at last year or just didn't pay a lot of attention to and didn't really try to focus on. But now um, when you see us running those, you know, where we're running and then we come straight back to the quarterback or uh, we're making lateral cuts left and right, just being able to, like I said, the little guys like Jalen Hyatt, Jimmy Callaway, Jimmy Holiday, all of them, they don't weigh much, right? So they can just kind of put their foot in the ground and run the other way. <laughs> For me, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to slow down. It takes a lot to get going. So um, I'd, I'd say I made big, big strides in that area um, this offseason, strengthening and also just learning how to do it. So big strides and in, in smaller steps, I would imagine. Is it a lot? It's a lot about gathering and making sure you're. Is that kind yeah, of what I you're mean, talking about? Yeah, there's a system. Obviously, you never want to get out of your base, right? having your feet underneath yourself at all times or else you'll end up slipping out or falling or twisting something. Right. Um, so yeah, transitioning from a long stride, you know, you're striding to get to your depth and then learning how to essentially coordinate your feet to time up where you can take, you know, you're, you're gathering, you're, you're gathering yourself and you're actually slowing yourself down and then you're actually putting the foot in the ground to go a different direction. Um, so just doing it efficiently doing it safely and uh, doing it quickly, I guess. 
Yeah, I I don't use the term uh, best game again. Visiting with Jacob Warren brought to you by Bassy Lawn and Garden. I don't use the the term best game because I know you guys great, especially at tight end. Maybe you were more of a blocking yeah. factor than a pass receiving factor. For sure. But I'm curious when you look back last year, what was your what was your highest grade at at the end of a game that you look back on? Ooh, I don't remember exactly what game I I graded out the highest, but naturally as the season goes on you're gonna start grading better and better and better just because you you've seen more right you uh get more experience um bowling green obviously first game of the year there's gonna be a lot of mistakes uh that you don't even really know, might not know you're making go back to the film and then you can correct it and you kind of just get a feel for how everybody plays together so i might be able to, i might not make the same mistake twice right um Obviously, statistics-wise, I think Pittsburgh was a big game for me. That um, had the most catches, had the most yards in like my career as a career day. Um, so that was big. That was big for me. Just uh, I don't know. I like publicity doesn't matter all the time, but that was a big game just to kind of you know get your name out there and be like, yeah, okay, I'm. People recognize me as a receiving threat and all this other things, all this other stuff. So. Um, it's, some yeah, affirm- it's some affirmation all, all that work you did i would think yeah for sure yeah and it's it's great it's it's good to to see it but um also kind of understanding that like it's never it's not as good as you think it is and it's not and nothing's ever as good as you think and nothing's ever really as bad as you think so you know all these people saying whatever they, whatever they do about the game it's all right how can i go back out and do it again or you know instead of having 60 yards have 80 yards have 100 yards like starting to get to that point where I can, I can truly, you know, progress and get better and do it every week, I think is, is the biggest thing right now. Uh, I, I want to ask Jacob <clears throat> what he would have thought of 17 year old Jacob Warren, if he were to go back and, and look at that tape compared to where he is now mm. for 30 seconds brought to you by Vassy. I got you too, Jacob <laughs> brought to you by Vassy Lawning Garden. To own the more that owns every job, then get to Vassy Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vassy, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Vassy's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Vassy Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. What would Jacob Warren, the preseason All SEC tight end, at least I'm voting for you. Sure. Um, Thanks. Yeah. You're, you're going to have one first team vote on there, and you're going to be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, that's Dave." And that's Dave. Um, <laughs> so, and my mom. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I don't know. Do they give her a vote? They, I'm actually nope. going to be in Atlanta, but if I they could give her a vote, I would give her a vote. <laughs> yeah. So, you're going to have one. So. Um, but yeah, if you went back and looked at your seventeen-year-old uh, tape mm-hmm. when you were in high school, how many things would pop out to you? Like, oh my goodness gracious, I was so undisciplined. Or the, how many yeah. things pop out? No, okay. So I told my dad this because my dad understands how it is, right? Coming to college, I think I told him this was probably a couple of months after I had gotten to school. I was still seventeen, right? It was probably March, April, whatever of twenty eighteen. Um, and I told him, I was like, dude, if I knew half the information or half the stuff that I learned 
in that first three months of me being at college, if I knew that six months prior, right, when I'm still in my last season of high school, like, I would have changed the game. Like, literally would have been a five-star, would have scored so many more touchdowns, would have, you know, had so many more yards, would have known exactly how to block and all these other things. And um, obviously there's a reason that I didn't, like, you just learn so much whenever you're in college. But looking back at it, I got, it's just <clears> – <throat> Like that play, I just, I feel like I was not a different player then, um, but I played the game a lot differently. I played the game a lot, um, not more scared um, and not more timid, but just a lot less confident. Um, I wasn't, obviously wasn't as as big, so I couldn't really move people as well as I, as well as I can now. Um, But I love watching it and just seeing like all the things I was able to do with the field, right? Catching balls and uh, making people miss, you know, trying to try to throw juke moves and stuff like 255 pound me is not going to try to spin anybody, you know, like obviously I'm working on it, but, um, I was able to do a lot of things when I was young and limber, but, (laughs) um, I don't know, man, it's, it's cool. It would be, I I thought about this the other day too. Um, just thinking about myself now as like one of the leaders of a tight end group, imagining if, you know, 17 year old me comes into the locker room and comes to the team right now, and just how I would, you know what I mean? How I would act and, and um, I don't know. It's weird. It's definitely different. Uh, I've come a long way and made a lot of strides and I'm happy with where I am and obviously want to keep going. But it's cool to look back and just see, you know, I, <clears throat> ESPN top 10 catch. And then the week before that I had one that could have been on ESPN top 10 and I uh, ran, made the state championship and, and made a comeback and won a ring and all the cool things that we were able to do and, um, it's cool to look back, but definitely, definitely in a different place now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would, Im- I would imagine so. Well, uh, as always, Jake, we appreciate the time. Again, uh, I'm going to take a picture when I fill out my ballot. I usually forget yep. to fill out my ballot because I'm so busy that I, I just mm-hmm. forget. I think I've been to 20 SEC media days and I voted like twice. But nice. for you and Cooper, I'm, I know, I'm just busy. <laughs> so for right. you and Cooper, I'm going out of my way and you're both getting my first team votes because I'm laying all journalistic integrity at the side and you're my yep. gods. Perfect. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> for Jacob Warren, I'm Dave Booker. You can follow him on Twitter at jwarren808. You're about to see him all over the football field this fall. We're so close. It's getting exciting. This fall mm-hmm. report is brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden. Go to Bassey.com to learn more presentation of off-dog sports.